Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Business Takeaway, a video cast series where we interview various professionals in the advertising, marketing, and public relations industry. I'm the CEO, founder, and your host for today, Aditi Gunda. With me today, I have Lauren Freund, who is currently a social media manager at Canva. It's great to be talking with you, Lauren. It's great to be speaking with you, too. I'm excited. Me too. I'd like to start off by first asking you, what got you interested in this industry? Yeah, definitely. So I think it's fair to say, you know, my generation grew up with social media, so it's always just come second nature to me and have been a part of my daily life. So throughout the years, as social media careers became more and more normal and more companies really like needed them, it kind of felt just like a perfect place for me to really like find my niche and decide, okay, I think that's what I want to do. Um, originally, I discovered a passion for marketing way back when I was in high school. And, you know, marketing is obviously a huge umbrella. So I took my teens and early 20s to really explore all the different types of marketing, uh, PR events, uh, product placement, uh, integrated marketing, performance, like everything you can imagine. Imagine. And um, I felt like my social media internships were really like where my passion led and where I got like most excited. So I decided that was the space that I wanted to plant my career in. Definitely. I love that. What was your education, by the way? Yeah, my education. So I received a bachelor's um, from Chapman University in public relations and advertising. Um, and while that was my highest level of education, I did do many internships along the way, um, which I feel is just as important as a formal education to get that hands-on experience to complement your classroom learnings. Yeah, definitely. Could you go over your recent job experiences, where you worked, what exactly you did, what were your positions, including your current job? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll start with the current and then I'll work backwards. So as you mentioned, I'm currently a social media manager at Canva. Um, absolutely loving it. Basically, my job is just to promote any brand campaigns, um, product launches or cultural moments that the company would like to be a part of. Um, so I handle all of the marketing that goes out on social, every social platform. Um, and it's really great. It's also really great to work with a brand that you truly love. I've used Canva since I was a teenager because I tried so many times to use Photoshop and InDesign and it just wasn't sticking. And um, I absolutely loved Canva because it empowered me to really find that creativity in me that I thought I didn't have because I couldn't, um, I couldn't, you know, learn the other platform. So super excited to be working with a product and a company that I really love. Um, and then prior to that, I was a growth innovation channel manager at Shutterfly Inc. So basically what I did there is just identify new initiatives and growth opportunities uh, for the marketing department, specifically in the digital space. So any way we could be getting more followers or more eyes on our emails or be tested like A-B testing different um, assets that go out there. So um, that was a really fun time because I love experimenting and I love just throwing out brainstorm ideas of what if we tried this? And I feel like that's so much of what social media is. Things change so often that you really just need to like throw things and see what sticks. Um, and then prior to that, I worked at Taco Bell Corporate um, in their marketing department on their social media team. 
So I started off as a coordinator there, uh, became a strategist and even dabbled in performance marketing as well. Um, I handled all of the tier one campaigns when it came to our social media. Um, really, really fun time. I remember when it was my first job out of college and I remember thinking, you know, oh, I wonder if I'm going to get bored of just working with tacos and burritos. And that was that was very quickly um, proven wrong because um, one of the great things about working at Taco Bell was they touched so many different things and did amazing partnerships and really fun out of the box ideas. So um, definitely an amazing experience there, especially one right in the beginning of your career where you get to touch so many things and be exposed to what you like and what you don't like. So um, yeah, and then prior to that, I did many internships that I won't bore you with, but um, that's that's kind of just my recent uh, career history. Awesome, you got a lot of experience there. (laughs) What kind of education, training, or background does your current job require? Yeah, so my current job, I mean, really in the job description, it's just years of experience. And I find that's what most companies are looking for these days in terms of a social media manager. Sometimes I do see um, jobs would like you to have certain programs that you're familiar with, whether it be analytics programs or planning programs or whatever it may be. Um, obviously, a big uh, necessary to have is experience in the social platform. So posting, scrolling, um, analytics, just knowing every social platform inside and out, not just from an individual uh, contributor, but also from a business side, because when you work for brands, it's a little different than just having your own, whether you're just a regular person posting on social, or even if you're a content creator or an influencer, I feel like the business side is very different. So Um, having experience and that really helped but I would say those are the main things is just like know your tools and know what helps uh, make your job successful. Yeah definitely so since you worked slash work with a lot of well-known brands how do you ensure that you're up to date with market trends like are there any specific platforms you use or anything? Yeah great question Um, you know what's but I have subscribed to so many different Uh, social media or um, just marketing newsletters over the years. And there are some really great ones out there, but what I've found most helpful is honestly just being on those platforms all the time and like doing your own digging. Um, For social media specifically, definitely always being updated on the latest updates um, that like face or meta, uh, TikTok, Snapchat, that all of them push through. So definitely being up to date with those, you can like sign up for their newsletters and always make sure that you're getting the updates and learning what you could be using for your brand or just testing out. Um, And then other than that, yeah, just really being on it because trends are so important now. So if you're scrolling through TikTok or Instagram or anything like that, you are seeing firsthand as an audience member, what you like brands doing, what you don't like them doing, what you what you see other just creators or influencers doing. And I, I truly believe that's the best way to learn and stay up to date on all the new market trends. No, you're right. Because if something out there catches your attention, then you feel like, oh, this is catching other people's attention. So I definitely agree with that. Exactly. It's awesome to use yourself as um, as what could be audience member, because you are someone who's, especially if you love the brand that you're working for, like you're someone who can give really good feedback and see it from an audience member's point of view. 
Yeah, for sure. So in your opinion, what is the most important social marketing metric a business should monitor regularly and how to do so? Yeah, um, great question. I think I would say that each social platform really needs its own strategy and its own way to gauge how it's performing and how it's doing and how you can make it better or improve it. Um, but if I had to give an across the board answer, I would go with engagement, specifically engagement rate per impression, um, just to make sure that out of all the eyes that are seeing it, you're getting a lot of engagement. Um, you know, I feel like over the years, there are just so many bots and there are so many accounts that have a lot of followers, but nothing really matters, especially to a brand or a business. If people aren't engaging and there are things that are resonating with them, or they feel like they're part of the brand's community or the company's community. So that's something that I love to monitor on every platform and that I hold in really high regard to see, okay, not only are we getting comments, but are we getting a good amount of comments compared to how many people are actually seeing it? And um, a lot of platforms now like have really good analytics on the actual platforms. You could just go on Facebook or you can go on Instagram or Snapchat and see it. Um, I personally love using Sprout Social. Um, that's a tool that I've used in a few different companies now um, that are super helpful, not just for someone whose full job it is to do, but also for a whole team who maybe your whole job isn't to look at the analytics or performance, but it's easy to just check in real quickly and get a quick summary and then pass it along, which is so important because everyone is so busy at all companies and numbers get thrown around like crazy. So if you can have a platform that easily gives you like a big picture or really nails down, okay, what do these numbers mean in comparison to like everything else we've ever done? Um, then I think that's really effective. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Just like doing this business and understanding like, oh, the uh, this person is looking at this, but like not actually going into our platform. Yeah. So what can we do to reach that audience maybe? Totally. Uh, could you give an example of a successful marketing campaign or client work that you've done and why you think it was successful? And looking back at it, would you have done anything differently? Yeah, great question. Um, I won't use any examples of my current company because things are still in motion. But um, one example I love to give when I was back at Taco Bell, just because it's a fun one, is um, I worked on what we called the Taco Bell Hotel. So we really, um, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but basically we rented a hotel um, out in Palm Springs and totally Taco Bellified it. Um, and it was an insight that we got from uh, the Taco Bell fans that they were just love Taco Bell. Like we called them our Taco Bell cult because they are just obsessed with it. And, um, and we thought, you know, what better way to celebrate the fans than to give them an experience. And I think there's so much you can take from that idea itself to all companies of making sure that you're not only giving the people what they want, you know, if they ask for a new update or a new type of a clothing item if it's a fashion company, but actually thinking like, how can we make them a part of our brand and make them feel like family? So um, I worked on that hotel campaign. It was, uh, it was a long weekend and we invited so many people and influencers and just like regular fans to come and experience um, all these different things from new food that no one had ever tried to performances to um, it just all these different Taco Bell experiences. And um, I think it was so successful because we did take from everyone's suggestions, like our fan suggestions and how much they loved 
Taco Bell and we just went above and beyond. Um, and so as, as a marketer, I really take that with me of making sure that, okay, whenever I do something like, is this for the fans? Is this for our users, audience, whatever you want to call them? Are they going to be happy with this? Are they going to love our brand more after this? Um, so that was really successful just because of like involvement with the people who use our product or buy our product. Um, and if I could do anything differently, honestly, um, I would probably just as much as possible keep things going, maybe like a yearly thing or a monthly thing. And it doesn't always have to be as big as your first idea, but just checking in on how people felt when you had them included and made them feel involved, which is just like a human thing in general that people always want to be involved and feel included and like they're part of a community. And if a brand can harness that just on a regular basis, whether it's in person or digitally or whatever it may be, then I think that's really powerful. Yeah, that's some great advice. Thank you. Yeah. In as much detail as possible, could you describe a go-to market strategy that you recently worked on? Yeah, um, I won't <laughs> use my current company, but when I was at Shutterfly, one of the really cool uh, marketing strategies that we did, I got to work with um, Marie Kondo, um, who has a Netflix show about organization. And we did a really cool partnership with her. Um, and that was a really fun marketing strategy to work on because we really made sure that each department had its own niche strategy when it came to her. And we really looked across the board of, what are people wanting via email or via social or even like a television spot? And that was something that was really cool to be a part of across the board is to watch it go from all these mini strategies leading up to a big strategy and then eventually uh, for to see it be executed across the board, which was really cool. And on such a scale where you're working with someone, whether it be like an influencer, celebrity or another company that already has their own fan base. Um, so that was an added layer of making sure that we were staying true to the company that we were and what how we normally speak in our brand voice, but also making sure that that's going to resonate with an already established group of people or fans. Um, so it was a tricky one, but like in a fun way, it was just like a fun added layer of how we're going to add that into the strategy. Um, so I think that's really important to take with me in all other campaigns because I work on partnerships and stuff throughout my career. Um, so that was definitely a really fun learning. Yeah, that sounds super cool. I'm so glad you got the opportunity to do yeah. that. Uh, how do you know when a branding strategy isn't working and what would you do to fix that? Yeah, um, you know, it's so hard now to show up amongst all the noise, like socially, social media specific. Um, so I think making sure that you are closing your ears off to everything except for your actual fans and people who love the brand because they're what matters and there's so many different audiences and you can't please everybody. And I think a lot of times brand brands make those mistakes of trying to please everyone or trying to come off um, as maybe too, too level in the sense that we're not tipping this way, we're not tipping this way, we just want everyone to have a good time. But the best part of being a brand that's really successful is finding your niche and finding your people um, and making sure that you're gearing towards them. So I think to be able to tell when a strategy is not working is when that community or your fan base is just not resonating with it. And of course, you know, 
speaking nitty gritty, you can look at the numbers and compare them to how you've done in the past. But from, from a bird's eye view, just seeing like, are people excited about this? Is the strategy working? If, if your uh, objective is to get people to sign up for your product or to uh, get involved in a competition you're having or whatever it may be, if you're not getting that engagement or that excitement, then you just gotta rethink things. And specifically when you're rethinking and going back to the drawing board, I always love to take insights from that audience and from that group of people, because if you always go back to your fan base, that's what's gonna work. Um, and it's really easy to get swept up in your competitors. Like every brand now has very, very strong competitors. And what I like to do is always look towards companies that I really admire, but never companies in the same industry, because then you're just comparing yourself too much and you never want to copy because one, it's not good to copy, but also it just does not feel authentic. And now you're straying more away from your brand. Um, so just yeah, listening to your audience and um, looking outside your industry to get that inspiration um, if more is needed. Yeah, no, yeah, that makes total sense. And those number results are very important. Like that's yeah. how you know that, oh, I'm making progress. Yes, exactly. Yeah, uh, so I know that you're very experienced with brand strategies. So my question is, what would you do to learn about a new brand in like either like the first week of work or just like a new brand that you're working with designing what exactly would you study like any background research like what would it be yeah great question um depends on the age of the brand but even you know if it's a young brand i would maybe i'm biased because i'm in social media but i would honestly just uh, Google is obvious, but you can go on Twitter, you can go on Instagram, you can go on TikTok and just search your brand name. Or if you work for a fashion company that specializes in sneakers, then just search sneakers and see what people are saying about sneakers nowadays. And not only learning about the brand to make a strategy, but also learning about the industry of like, what are other people doing? How can I stand out within all of this noise that's going on? Um, so definitely using social media as a tool. Um, and also asking around your own company. Um, whenever I start a company, I, I'm given a campaign or I work on a project and it's always really important for me to ask my peers like, Hey, I have this idea. Have we ever tried it before? Or, um, I saw, you know, a few weeks ago, this other campaign went out and we tried IG live. Was it successful? You know, just like asking around because you can do as much research as you want, but that hands-on experience of working at a company and understanding how the company works and how the fans are, uh, are digesting things is very, very helpful. And sometimes you just can't get that without experience. So leaning on your peers who you're working with, even if it's a new job and then, um, looking outward. So it's kind of this balance of looking inward and looking outward to create the best strategy. Yeah, that's some great advice. So since you're the social media manager at Canva, working across various social media platforms, what are some key ways you ensure a campaign success across all of those platforms? Yeah, good question. So um, I make sure that each platform has its own strategy. And I really don't like to take one piece of content and then just throw it on a different platform. Um, each platform is very specific and has 
even sometimes, you know, its own audience, like our Twitter audience is sometimes very, very different than our Instagram or Facebook audience. So um, making sure that you've done your research and you know what each of those audiences want and speaking directly to them. And then on top of that, I love using um, platform specific tools. So for Instagram, for example, on stories, there's so many different fun tools of like questions and polls and all that stuff. So I love to use the platform tools. Um, and then for TikTok, you know, there's like fun filters or jumping on a popular sound or trend. Um, so that's something that I always make sure that I am looking at when I want to ensure a campaign success across different platforms. Um, and then sometimes, you know, it's always just keeping updated. So let's say like you have an Instagram post going out and then you don't have your TikTok going out until like a week later. You can learn things from the Instagram and maybe make a few tweaks, but always making sure that you're listening to the feedback that's coming through and looking at the performance and always tweaking things to make it better because social media is an ever-changing place. You're never going to get a hundred percent right because things are changing all the time. So as long as you're always learning and improving, that's the most important thing. Yeah, that's what counts. And lastly, is there just anything else you would like to add on about your journey in this industry or just like any advice you'd like to give for early in career professionals? Yeah. Wow. That's a big question. <laughs> um, let me think. I, the first thought I had is definitely like explore everything. I think, you know, uh, early in your career, whether you're in college or recently graduated, it's such an important time to try new things. And if you think you're a little bit interested in something, go for it. And you'll learn pretty quickly most of the time if it sticks. And if you're like, this isn't for me, or if you're like, oh, this is challenging, but like, I like it. And it's like fueling my passion. So um, definitely just trying new things. Um, also, you know, not getting discouraged um, based on company or people or, you know, time in culture. Um, you could really love something and maybe you run into the wrong company or the wrong person or a pandemic hits and you're like, wow, I don't know if I can do this. Um, but I think it's really important to stick with things. And if you're really passionate about it, make sure that you're trying all the avenues. Um, and then uh, I guess in addition to that is always, always try new things and raise your hand and be a part of brainstorms because I know it's like cliche to say there are no bad ideas, but as long as other people can see that you are really trying and you're throwing your hand up, and you're saying, why don't we try this? Why don't we try that? It matters less and less if something actually ends up working and mattering more that you decided to try something. Obviously, use your educated guesses and do your research and think, I think this can work because X, Y, Z. But as long as you're doing that, you are one of the most valuable people in the company because people know that they can always come to you. Like, do you have an idea or like, what's your opinion on this? Um, and making sure that you're always coming with uh, those educated hypotheses and you're always down to try things because that's what's going to make your company successful and keep moving the needle and keep you in the game. That was a wonderful response. Thank okay. you so much. <laughs> well, then that concludes the interview. Thank you so much for your time. It was truly a pleasure talking to you. It was great speaking with you too. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Uh, once again, I'm Aditi Gunda, and this was Lauren Freund on The Business Takeaway. Please don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel to be up to date with our videos, and please feel free to reach out about anything.